What up? I'm Gray. Hello. It's Arnold. And you're listening to Bury That, a podcast that serves as therapy for two queer second generation brown millennial friends using anecdotes, storytelling, and that little bit of dark humor to make sense of the world and ourselves while we talk about the heavy topics of life while still keeping it light and fun. Hey, Gertz. Hey. uh, It's been a minute. It's been a few fucking minutes. I think it's been a couple of hours. And when I say hours, I mean eons. Eons. This bitch was in Hawaii for a whole month. A whole month. And it was wonderful. Now you just look like Miss Hawaiian Tropic. But like the morning after. Miss Hawaiian Tropic Depression? Hello. Mm, Tropical Depression. Well, I didn't have to go to Hawaii to get that. She already been here. How art thou though? She is tired. She is tired from her long vacation. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) It's these days by the pools, darling. They're just, they take so much out of you. You know how hard it is to walk in sand? It's so hard. It is slightly more difficult. Yes, I will. (laughs) Yeah. Fine. Okay. Sure. But how is she? How is she doing? (sighs) I mean, Stressed as usual, just <laughs> stressed, pressed, and ready to get undressed like a cougar. Ooh. I'm just such an old lady sometimes, but yeah, it's like it's about to be fucking holiday season. Do you realize that? No, Halloween, I'm not ready. Thanksgiving, like something else, Hanukkah, that's gonna be there, but like who cares? Anyways, Lahayam, <laughs> but Christmas, New Year's, you know what that means. Party, 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 party. And what comes with a party? Club. Another (laughs) club. Next place. Next holiday. Gathering. Under 10 people. Masked up. Six feet apart. This feast. That feast. (laughs) All of them. And you know, it's going to be like that. You're going to, you're not going to be able to say no too, because all your friends are going to guilt you into being like, no, everyone's vaxxed. Everyone's vaxxed. No, everyone's vaxxed. It's fine. No, you should come. You should totally come. Yeah. No, we got like little stickers for the Pfizer team, the Pfizer fam. Oh my God. And the Moderna mob. If someone makes me wear something. Are those, did you just come up with those? I hate that. I would love to say that I can take ownership for those, but I I probably picked them up on like TikTok or something. I hate it. I hate it so much. But no, all those things come with that awkward interaction of meeting potential new friends, or as I like to call them, strangers. (laughs) I don't want to fucking, because it's like, you know, are they going to like me? Am I going to like them? Are we going to laugh at the same shit? Am I going to fuck one of them? We all know the answer to that is no, but still there's (laughs) hope in a girl. (sighs) But yeah, so like, if you're like me, my instant reaction is just like, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go. I just, you know, the party's going to be like lame, you know, no one's going to be, I don't know anyone there. It's just going to be boring. I won't have a good time. I won't be able to figure it. Just a litany of excuses of why I don't have to go. The Rolodex just spinning. <laughs> yeah. All of that to like, just avoid that interaction, which got me thinking, why do we run from these vexatious moments. It's just like, it really had me thinking, I'm just like, what? Why do like, why do we do that? Like, what are we trying to avoid? You know? So what are we talking about today? Well, ladies and femtlemen, um, say hello to your rejection wound because that's who that dumb bitch is. Oh, rejection, rejection, yeah. abandonment. Or her other name, neglect, withdrawal. As I like to call her, Regina. Regina. That would be her name. Regina, <laughs> Regina. 
But no, I figured that's what we could talk about today. Rejection. Our experience with rejection and identifying that wound and how deep it goes. Um, and what our own personal feeling is around healing and what that healing looks like. Does it actually fucking work? All of that. All of it. All of all keeping it light and fun. With all that talking, I feel like you might be a little parched. Oh, you know me so well. <laughs> She's a thirsty hoe, and she's got a blabber mouth. Let me pour you some astrology. Ooh, it's kind of hot. Okay. Let's get into these stars. Let's get into these stars and blame the stars for our own internal trauma and use the stars as scapegoats, shall we? Oh my god, I never thought of it that way, but like... Girl! <laughs> Leo is literally just like, my life sucks. It's these fucking... It's the cosmology. That's what it is. It's, it's because Saturn. It has nothing to do with me. <laughs> my traumas are the things I'm <laughs> not willing to look at. It's this downside... What, Zuba Ganubi up in here? <laughs> Zuba that Welcome to the stage, Zuba Ganubi. I loved her in um, Orange is the New Black. That was great. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, teleport us to Mars. All right. Again, since it's been a while, and I know all of you have forgotten that I am a Leo. No one, no one's forgotten. <laughs> so mine says it's okay to cycle between feeling and not feeling. Girl, I only have two extremes. There, there can't be any balance to whatsoever. <laughs> Hyper depression withdrawal complete panic attack there's no in between i can't do no balenciaga no we love a little back and forth mm -mm. you know so pendulum honey anyways <sighs> what does she have um so once again i'm reading for scorpio um and today it just says this is like such a read too it just says check your ego <laughs> First of all, I don't have an ego. I never had an ego. If I wanted an ego, I could go out and get an ego. Because what? I am sickening. You are not that type of girl. <laughs> oh, I am that bitch that needs that reminder every now and again. <laughs> we know. I'm just over here. First of all, they come over here doing all blah, 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 this and da, 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 da. And you? I was sitting here being an angel, obviously. <laughs> Clearly. Just an image of heaven. Oh, sure. We can, we can lie to ourselves today today girlfriend it's a lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> she chose lies and as we yeah. choose these lies we gonna take a real quick break oh fuck it is there every single time i don't know he has I... such great memory no i just have eyes and i read that it says take a break <laughs> oh that's very ableist of you you know how strong my prescription is how dare you bye <laughs> <laughs> oh we're back <laughs> Hi, hello. <laughs> Arnold was using his big boy voice. Why I was stretching. Oh, your arms. Okay, sorry. I thought it was something else. No, sorry. that's continually just it's gaping, gaping. That's where that yoga ball went. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting on one of them. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I need to reinstall. It helps with the core. <laughs> Not uninstall this yoga ball from my hole. Wow. It helps the core. Well, it certainly does something to that core. <laughs> oh, 
But yeah, like, let's get into this. Let's just, just like that yoga ball in your hole. Let's get into it. <laughs> See, we can tie it back. We can bring it back. Here we are. So I wanted to ask you, when's the last time you were rejected? And what's it feel like? Like, walk us through that reaction. Girl. If I had a nickel, um, which one should I pick? I mean, maybe it's not the last time I was rejected, mm-hmm. but definitely the one that comes to mind that is a little Ooh. bit seething, not a little bit, a lot bit seething still. It's still really painful, of course, like when you get dumped, right? Oof. Um, you know, I've had some experience with that. <laughs> It's just natural to feel rejected when you get dumped, but... I mean, yeah, that's what that is. Bye. (laughs) Like, you know, we've talked about it before. I'm a very anxiously attached individual, and Mm -hmm. usually that's characterized by a very overt and intense fear of abandonment. And, of course, rejection often will highlight that wound so if you want to know what that feels like for said anxiously attached individual if you don't if you're not an anxiously attached person what the fuck are you doing here (laughs) i just want to ask that that's what i want to know how How do you relate to us but if you if you don't know the intensity that it feels like go ahead get your dvd of dream girls out Go ahead, fast forward to Jennifer Hudson's performance of And I Am Telling You, and that will... Once you're done looking up what a DVD is. Yeah, just okay. like, no one, not everyone has that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> watch, watch that scene. Watch it in its entirety, because that's what rejection and abandonment feels like to someone who is anxiously attached. Just because, especially when it gets to the end, when she's like literally tugging at Jamie Foxx to stay... You, you, it's mm-hmm. palpable. It's in, in her voice, in her face, just the, the intensity, the desperation, the gunt wrenching desperation that she feels. Yeah. That's how in, that's how I relate, how I feel when I feel even the slightest bit of rejection. Like it's always at a 10 because that wound is so deep for me. Oh, oof. When you were dumped, what was like, how did rejection surface in there? Like, how did she manifest into being? Like the feeling? Like, yeah, what did she look like? What did the rejection look like through your actions and like your response? Oh, again, anxiously attached people have very intense and overt abandonment wounds. So anytime Mm -hmm. there is a feeling of disconnection, um, anxiously attached people have kind of these activating strategies or protest behaviors that surface in a very it is not thinking it is just reacting and that reacting is a cling again take it back to and i am telling please don't go away from me like stay with me stay like i am not asking you i am shouting at you to stay with me because it hurts so bad i don't want to feel this feeling because it hurts it's just i will do any like i am just protesting any way to get this feeling away because it's too just much pleading. it is too much and i can't i i've learned to we'll get into it later but original oh. i could not sit with it at all 
I mean, yeah, like what's like running through your mind is like, okay, here's like next steps of what's going to happen here. That doesn't as, happen. As Alanis already has a real girl. <laughs> oh, or Jennifer Hudson at this point. Like <gasps> Jennifer Hudson. Uh, she's come up with an identity. I love that. Yes. Anxious attachment, Jennifer Hudson. Like she has the wheel. Like there is no thought process going. You can, I mean, in retrospect, you can see the patterns overall, but during the moment and when I wasn't looking at the patterns or doing, doing the work, um, quote unquote, like it just seems so automatic. Just like, I just need to reach out again. I just, I need to love harder and it will be fine. Oh. Plot twist. That doesn't work. Let me push and then they'll push back. No, you push, they'll fucking leave. And you just push them the fuck away. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Just like the series of texts, the like trying to call them. And yeah. then there's like that time in between where it's like, why haven't they responded? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... it's... <sighs> I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm sweating. Because it's real. <laughs> it's... And again, it's... I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of the behaviors that I've had. Mm-hmm. Because there is a a deep sense of shame around it. Again, when it's helpful to personify it and see it outside of myself, because then it actually feels like I'm just watching a movie. It feels like I am watching Jennifer Hudson on screen plead to Jamie Foxx and be like, girl, get it together. You got the voice. Like you, you, you're okay. Yeah. But when, when you are Jennifer Hudson, you don't see that. Mm-mm. You are just going to sing your damn song and sing at this person. <laughs> sing at the person. Not to. You are singing at them. Which, oh, how romantic. Really just. But it's not, though. It's just so intense and really embarrassing overall mm-hmm. to look back and see that's the way that I acted. On the compassion to myself because, like, now I'm like, girl, get it together. Yeah. But, you know, this is the path, this is the journey, whatever. What, um, I guess, what part of it, like, made it feel shameful? Like, like, where was the shame in that? And, like, you trying to plead with them and trying to cling on to them? Oh, the shame is, is now. Oh. The shame is in retrospect, looking in retrospect of how I acted. I have shame about the past. <clears throat> but again, we said it once, we'll say it again. You do the best you can, information you have at the time. But it's still something I wrestle with a lot of forgiving myself for <laughs> behaving in a way that is. I don't even want to say clingy because it was, I made someone else responsible for soothing my emotions. <gasps> and that's where my shame comes from. Ooh. And that's not fair. That's completely not fair. Girl, that's not just not fair. That's else. fucked up. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Again, I didn't, I, I didn't know at the time, but like, that's what I was doing. I mean, hey, we've all been there. So, and like hindsight's twenty twenty, and Wow. <laughs> You remember that moment you first put your glasses on? And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, this is what vision is? Oh, shit. I was doing... Ew. I was driving without these off? <laughs> How is anyone still alive? This is not safe. It's just not safe. 
No. Mm -mm. Wow. It's like Ray. <laughs> It's like, um, the lane's over there, bitch. The fuck? Keep it in between the lines. Full swerving. Full swerving. Ooh. But enough about my trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about yours. Certainly. My favorite topic. <laughs> Any rejection incidences that hit hard for you? Well, I think the one that's most, like, relevant for a lot of us, um given like where we are, like it's post pandemic. I mean, it's not post pandemic, but like we're in year two. And like, I feel like any semblance of like joy or festivity, we really get attached to and like being able to join in on those things. Um, and once again, I didn't get invited to the Met Gala, which is fucking garbage. <laughs> Absolute shit. Because no one can turn and look like Miss Gray. Let me tell you that no one sure <laughs> it's just like you know like when you see all your friends like going on like a trip and it's like you know that moment when you're like you're at your friend's house and there's like you and your two other friends and then like they turn to each other like oh my god i can't wait for our trip next week it's gonna be so fun and they didn't even invite you that's some bullshit that's that feel mm -hmm. i fucking hate that that's how i feel about the met gala all my friends were there all of them Okay, it's like, and here's Gray. What is she wearing? Oh, I'm wearing ASOS. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> ASOS with, wow, are those Nike blazers? You really went all out for this one, girl. <laughs> Shit. Is that, is that out of here? Brow gel? Wow. <laughs> Just really, I mean, talk about dolled up. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. The last time I felt, I think like, I always feel rejection, even when it's not there. So case in point is like, oh, we seek it out. Yeah, I'm like seeking. <laughs> I'm like identifying everything. So here's here's an instance where it happened, like recently. Someone asked me, someone from like who I haven't hung out with in like years, and like I know I have a very bad habit of being the type of person where I'm like, I haven't talked to you in a while. We're not friends. Get out of here. We ain't homies. You ain't tight. You ain't checked up on me. Obviously, I haven't checked up on you either, but that responsibility <laughs> falls on you. So, <laughs> and like, I know I'm very good. Check that ego. Yeah, check that fucking ego, bitch. Again. <laughs> um, but in that same way, too, it's kind of like, you know, there are those friends where it's like, how deep was your friendship really? You know, like if you were just like friends that just went out and partied together and got wasted, like, are you truly experiencing each other's? time i don't know perhaps in some way but like maybe not the way i want to have my friendships formulated today mm -hmm. and like eons ago this these people come out the woodwork and it's always just like oh my god i miss you how are you doing and i'm just like i'm just so much of an unfeely person that i'm like miss me the fuck we ain't been in each other's lives for like years how the fuck could you miss me grow up <laughs> so um things i probably should take back to therapy just saying uh <laughs> But in that moment, I'm like, it's always, it always comes to that moment of like, oh, we should hang out. Like, let's go do something. And it's like, for the life of me, I cannot say no. Even if like in my soul of souls, I know that this is not going to bring out any sort of benefit to either of us. I cannot <laughs> say no, because I fear that if I say no, that will upset them. And then, and then it'll be like rejection. They'll reject me. In which case, I'm like, I really want that to happen, but there's just the fear <laughs> of like displeasing someone. I can't handle that rejection. I just can't like 
can't handle that. I love a fawn response. Yeah, it's that where I'm just like, oh, did you want me? I need to, okay, I'm responsible for everyone's feelings. Okay, I got this. I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> yeah, it's that moment. Whereas like, instead of in the opposite way of how you were like putting the responsibility of your emotions and some within someone else, I reverse that. And I'm like, oh, I'm responsible for everyone's feelings, which is the most narcissistic way to think about it, honestly. But let's 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 get into that moment. Mm-hmm. So you're invited out. Mm-hmm. You already know you don't want to go. Yeah, you're you're writing the text. Okay, sure. What's happening? In, what's happening in the body <laughs> during this time? <laughs> Are you aware of the disconnect? In a way, maybe. But at the same time, the fear of displeasing someone outweighs that the logic in that moment and i'm like i it'll be like me literally like wrestling with myself trying to be like you don't have to just say like say it say it and say it nicely like say, if you say it nicely then they won't be mad you know like if because it's like obviously like you know you want to go but you can't go you know and then i try to think of like other ways to like how could i say no in like a more gingerly tone yeah. and so it's like me trying to go through that because i just don't want to upset them and from my experience in growing up in my trauma, that wound, upsetting someone meant that I was going to then be attacked or my value was going to be questioned or um, the love was conditional. Oh, And so there's like the thoughts of like those things going away, even though like me and this person have no fucking relationship and they really have no bearing on my life. Mm-hmm. There's the thought of me being that person too to someone else or like even causing that when it's like they could work through that themselves if I say no. That's really not my problem. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to go, I don't have to go. That's what my logical brain says. But she ain't here right now. My illogical brain, <laughs> Jennifer Hudson, she's just over here like she's like, You better fucking do it. She's my it's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> you better RSVP. You better tell them no, no, no. They reached out to you and they wasted their time and like you owe them. Everything is like transactional. Mm. Yeah. So when when Jennifer is already like pushing you to do something you don't want to do, mm-hmm. what what does that feel like? Like as I'm doing it? Yeah. Like she's she's literally if we're gonna like she she's Uh-oh. driving you to drop off and kicking you out of the car to this event that you don't want to go to. She's like you're going out today. Yeah. What what what's going on? Feelings. I'm angry. <laughs> I'm upset. I'm bothered. I'm in that moment. You know, like when you don't like someone and someone could come by and be like, let's say you, um, you're working with someone and you and this person just don't get along. Um, and you really don't like them because they shamed you in some way. They did something. Anytime they walk by, you're just like, get out of here, stupid bitch. But like someone could come by and be like, oh, did you see so-and-so's hair? It looked really good today. And it could very well look very good. But all you're thinking is like, I hope that bitch goes bald. Like I am writing that spell in that pool, waiting for what's her face to take off her cap and cry to me in the shower. This is a really weird scene to like describe, but it's from the craft. So just, just, oh no, I got got that. (laughs) You got it. I don't know if anyone else got it, but you got it, yes. It's that moment where I'm just like, I'm kind of, I'm not present. And it's like, I'm not like the version of myself that I know I want to be when I'm interacting with people. 
And I probably very much could be that person and just be like, okay, I'm here. I can make the best of it, but I just like will not allow myself because like, I feel like I'm just constantly in my head telling myself I abandoned myself because in that moment I didn't do what I wanted to do. Okay. And so then I'm angry because I abandoned myself at the end of the day. So some self-abandonment. And yeah. isn't that always the tea, though? It's always, again, every relationship is a mirror. Yeah. I love that our mirrors are going two different ways, though. That's funny. <laughs> My mirror's not your mirror. <laughs> I mean, we no. Got I... different mirrors. And thank God for that. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> we got different mirrors. But yeah. But it's just, yeah. I'm like, ugh. Because... I don't know. Yeah, my parents really put that in me. <laughs> mm. So with your wound, it was making someone else responsible for your feelings, right? Yes. And there was the fear of like that fear of that abandonment and you not being able to console in that moment. I guess do you know where that comes from for you? Yeah. Uh again, bring it on back to childhood. You knew we were going there, so get on in. I mean, that's where we learn everything is in childhood. Just, um, again, taking back to attachment theory. Um, for anxiously attached people, where it kind of comes from within childhood is we experience a lot of inconsistency or an incongruency within our caretakers. So it's not necessarily mm -hmm. our parents. It could be other people raising us and who we have frequent interactions with um where i'm gonna say something but i'm gonna do something else and again it's not always out of malicious intent like people do the best that we can right but you know as children we've make everything about we us. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah. and you know some of us into adulthood um so I mean that's where that program programming gets instilled because they're gonna say one thing of being like I'm I will be here for you but the moment that they can't or won't be there, um, we make that about ourselves as anxiously attached people. So that means we're always second guessing what people are saying, and we always try to reinforce, reestablish connection. You know, I'm just gonna make sure that this connection is real. Let me text you one more time. Let me call like, we're good, right? This is yeah. this is a strong connection. Like you're, you're not going to leave anywhere. Like this is fine. Um, so again, it, it goes back to my safety of my feelings are through someone else. Like, I can't feel safe unless this connection feels safe, which is not yeah. how things should be at all. I should feel safe because I feel safe with me. And if I only knew mm. earlier, girl, it'd be over for you, hoes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But that's, so. <laughs> I mean, but that's like how, that's my yeah. self-abandonment. You know, mm -hmm. where am I for myself in times of struggle? When Jennifer Hudson's singing, when Jennifer Hudson has the wheel, I should be, quote unquote, should be, I am learning to redirect that to myself being like, okay, instead of texting someone, i.e. most likely you, um, <laughs> let's say, how could I be here for myself right now? 
Mm. What can I do for me to make me feel safe? Because I am safe with me. I'm always safe with me. And that is still difficult for me to say and difficult for me to understand. Yeah. At some level, I know it's true. Like, yes, I am safe with me. Yeah. But like, it's still not as, you know, it doesn't click as fast. So yeah, I still really struggle with that. And, you know, again, putting my glasses on to drive. Um, I see in my past the ways that I would seek safety through others when I should have turned it inwards. Oh. Like, I would distract myself with anything else that didn't have to do with actually sitting in the emotion mm -hmm. of so anything i could do to just suppress that so let me let me binge watch like youtube for a few hours let me let me text someone literally anything to reach out so i wouldn't sit in this con in myself yeah like so you didn't have to like address it so anything to like yeah Let's let's jingle the keys. Jingle the keys yeah. so I don't have to worry about it. Over here. Look at this. Yeah. Oh, look, another concert that I, I'm not really interested in. Sure, I'll go. Oh, there's a new pair of shoes. Wow. Cute. Yes, there's one. <laughs> Fully shopping. I had a girl. Oh, girl. Yeah. I just realized that about myself. That was one of my coping strategies for when I was feeling yeah. some type of way. And it's just like oh this oh yeah i'm just I'm, that is like such a privileged white woman thing to say i was shopping because i was depressed but really it is like you just oh, distract I, yourself and try to like give yourself pretty little things to make yourself feel better if i have pretty things it will distract from the fact that i'm broken inside but no one's broken it's just we just need to sit with it mine was it'll give me worth these things will give me worth and validate my worth so going back to your mirrors worthiness i hate these mirrors is that the avenue where i am seeking safety is yours seeking worthiness yeah for a lot of it it really is um so going to attachment styles i have a fear full of attachment style which is like um what is that one anxious and dismissive together yeah it's yeah, so, a combo yeah if there's there's three insecure attachment styles, there's anxious, and then the other side, there's a dismissive avoidant, and right smack dab in the middle, fearful avoidant. So you are the you are the Hannah Montana of insecure attachment styles. I'm the best of both worlds. Takes off away. <laughs> Just an ugly bald man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So what that means is my brain is constantly preoccupied with the idea that I am either one too close. Or two, not close enough. Like there's a fine, delicate balance to every relationship that should be observed. And if I somehow step out of line, it's my fault and I fucked up. And then that's where like the great self-talk comes in. It's not great. That's not great. That's not great at all. No. So what does it say? What is what is Miss <clears throat> Hannah Montana? saying to you because mine's jennifer hudsman you could you get the hand montana for your attachment style. she's just like hey y'all remember that time you were supposed <laughs> to remember this and you didn't 
it's that it's just her nasally voice in my head like there's a constant reminder of like oh you should have known that's what i always like it's always like oh you should have known you should have been able to recognize this you should have been smart enough to see this you should have been able to identify this pattern and pick it up like quicker and you should have been known and because you didn't do that you are a big dumb idiot and you are worthless in this world you mean nothing you have nothing you have so much work to do grow up so she's really kind uh so i was like girl hannah montana's mean yeah it's just a lot of that and it's this kind of like so for me like what i will try to do where i feel like it kind of um stems from was like i think a lot of it like obviously well just like everyone else and just like you did right go back to childhood and that's where that is and mm-hmm. i think a lot of it kind of stems around um the relationship i have with my parents my caregivers and where there was just a lot of chaos not like bad or anything and like no one was like getting truly hurt but like let's not discount the hurt that was there that said um it was just very chaotic and nothing was stable and so in my head my idea of how i gained my worth was creating stability and balance whatever that was if you need someone to be more reliable then that's me if you need someone to be more fun and upbeat then that's me if you need someone to like regulate your emotions that's me if you need someone to regulate your actual like fucking daily life that's me and if i can't do that then it's just like i'm of no use and when I wasn't doing those things, that's where I was getting in trouble. And so I think in my head, I really developed this idea that I constantly have to be of service and creating some sort of balance in the world in order to truly be like deserving of like love and affection and all that. Oh, you want to talk hypervigilance, honey. Yeah. You want to talk some hypervigilance. It's that. Let me scan around the situation so I can anticipate because if I can anticipate, then I can react and I'm not gonna, I can create the stability. Yeah. And if I don't, then it's like, oh, well, let me just spend the rest of the day beating myself up for like missing one small cue, which is like, it's really insignificant in the end of the, like in the grand scheme of things, but like, let's lament on it, you know? Yeah. So now that we see her, we see hannah montana now we see her we address her what's the move forward now that we know she's in the car um like the healing work yeah how are we how are we addressing her uh well um i went to therapy and i also watched a lot of youtube so like i've done the work and the research (laughs) um no my big thing is really like give myself five minutes to like respond versus react and so i think the big thing is really trying for me has been to try to understand what my reaction to those things is and like really like stop myself right there at that reaction and just like have a moment to be like see what we're doing here this is our normal reaction is this the reaction we want to have is this how we want to show up is this what we want to do case in point um someone doesn't text me back and it's been like two hours, which like, wow, fuck you for having a life of your own and being busy with things outside of me. The <laughs> fuck? And so I panic. And then it's like, maybe, maybe I should just, do I just send another message? Maybe I should just send another one. 
I'll, I'll send another one. I mean, I'll, I'll like their last message. So it's like, I've kind of like sent a message, but just a reminder, just a notification. I'm not actually saying anything. Hey, I'm here. Yeah. So I'm not <laughs> bugging them. So it's like that thing of like me wanting to take your coping mechanism of like clinging and trying to do that, but then also being very critical of myself for wanting to do that. <laughs> and so it's just this like, then it just ends up both worlds. Yeah, it's just the best of both worlds. I mean, like, you're not good enough for either of them, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really trying to like take a pause and like I'm not always good at recognizing them either. But there's just trying to take that moment to be like, oh, is this just a reaction? Okay. Am I actually responsible for my, like the way I'm feeling, what's that coming from? Oh, because the, this person asked me to go to lunch with them and I don't want to go. Um, and should I say no? And it's like, well, okay, you can say no if you want to. Yeah, duh. But then it's like, you're not responsible for how they feel. Boom. If you're honoring yourself and your feelings and your emotions, then you can not be doing any harm. And that's always like, I think my thing is like, I was always worried about causing harm because I, mm -hmm. oh God, that's where it's at. Yeah. It was just like, if you're not doing good, then you're doing harm. And it's like, you can just be doing nothing. You could just be doing that. <laughs> there could just be that option. But I was like, you were just the pendulum. That was me. It was just, oh, you're not doing good harm. You're fucking it up. You're ruining everything. You're the reason things are going to shit. Well, as we know from Gen Z, binaries are not a thing. They're bullshit. They are fucking bullshit. Thank you for, for Gen Z for embracing that. <sighs> Great generation. Dumb as fuck, but like, wow, love you girls. Um, yeah, so I guess it's like, it's really just me trying to take a lot of, my healing work is just trying to actually, for the first time, you know when they say like, be kind to your past self and be kind to all like bitch it's easier said than done i hate that version of myself just like everyone else <laughs> did and it's like okay great did everyone actually hate that version of you no was that version of you not actually deserving of like that tenderness that you wanted <sighs> okay no um no so maybe do you deserve to show up for yourself and do the things that are good for you, but maybe you don't want to do, but because you know they're good for you, it's you actually loving yourself. Oh my God! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> like, what the fuck? Literally, that's me just reaching to grab for that tissue box in that therapist's office. So, yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. In those moments, trying to soothe myself by reminding myself that I'm not responsible for this. And if I'm honoring myself, then I can do no harm. Mm -hmm. <sighs> what about you, though? What's healing look like for her? I mean, it's this. This is interesting because we we have to the we come to the same conclusion. It just manifests differently for us. Like mm -hmm. our feelings are our own. Yeah, we are responsible for our feelings, and I need to. <laughs> I'm working through that. Um, I mean, the first big unlock was really understanding that hey, I am safe within my body. I am safe here. I am gesturing to yeah all of this oh, for all of those who can't see me because it's true. Um, we've said it before, like, 
things that help me obviously is a lot of imagery so the things that help me kind of ground myself in that thought mm -hmm. is again we we've said it before like that image of jafar becoming the genie you know oh what a daddy too honestly sexual right? awakening i love that his why did, they didn't have to give him nipples oh but they did oh and i wanted to just suckle at them <laughs> anyway <laughs> it's it's the it's the visual of infinite cosmic power itty bitty living space mm -hmm. so within everything in the universe can be contained in this tiny snatch size two little body whose body is that the si bitch <laughs> <laughs> all of that experience all of this energy all of this like intense jennifer hudson feeling is safe and contained inside this tiny little lamp yeah and i am able to hold it and sit with it and feel it because i i am the genie like i can hold this power and be fine mm -hmm. because i was made for this you know she's got the capability she's got the skills does she have the references? We need them. Yeah, so it's having the tools there. So anytime I try to distract, saying, how can I use this energy to invest in myself? Oh. Now this so, seems like one of those videos I see on my Instagram feed. <laughs> so it's break out the sewing machine. Oh. Embroider something. Come on, art journal crafts. something. Like literally, do something that feeds your damn soul. Mm. Feeds your damn hole. Shove that yoga ball back up in there, and hold it. Hold it, bitch, because you can. And do your kegels. Squeeze and release. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. A lot of it is that reminding, and yeah, that grounding, that visual grounding work helps a lot because that's how i process obviously that's how i process yeah. everything um and it it makes me feel that i am not these behaviors i can see these behaviors outside of myself mm -hmm. if i give them a persona yeah and those personas just happen to be divas and disney characters apparently hi gay <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah it sounds like it's What's interesting is like there's this like obviously with for both of us it seems like there's this realization of being able to find safety and honoring yourself and i feel like where i was like realizing that i can be i'm not responsible for everyone other than myself it seemed like you were able to like we both were able to put that responsibility back on ourselves or redirect that responsibility yes. to ourselves. Yes. Again, turn it in. Look in the mirror, bitch. It's always that. <gasps> Where's my mirror. yoga ball? I want one too now, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. I mean, so then I'll ask the question. Do you see yourself as a healed person or unhealed or healing? Uh, Girl, what we just say, binary, we, we're not doing that. Not in 2021. I know, it was just a setup. Not doing this. <laughs> 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 we're, 
We're not doing these binaries because if you're fully healed, you're dead. Um, no, it's always gonna be yeah. work. And girl, I'm I'm tired, but it's always gonna be work. Like my triggers are always gonna yeah. trigger. They gonna be there. That's, that's a smart statement. Like yeah, I'm still gonna be triggered by the things, but again, where I was in like a three day panic attack spiral versus now of what. Yep, five to 20 minutes of just like, this is a feeling. I can be okay. I can hold this feeling, but this doesn't have to dictate like my image of myself, yeah. girl. Ugh. I know we get like overly gratuitous in this podcast, but like, yeah, no, I mean, going from a three day fucking episode to like, okay, just a quick commercial break to just like refocus. Good on you, bitch. Good for you. She's tired, but she's doing it. So, brava exactly like it's still it's still intense i'm not gonna say that oh my god it's so much easier no it still hurts it still hurts mm -hmm. very much that's what i mean by my triggers are my triggers like it is still jennifer hudson screaming at jamie fox it still hurts but it's not on a loop for three days yeah i listen to it once and then i can let it pass i mean i'll press repeat for that song because oh god it's great no, because later you get to look at me. I am changing. <laughs> it's a full arc. It's a full arc. Did you um, tell me you're a Broadway girl without telling me you're a Broadway girl? Oh, I will. I will take Jennifer Hudson. I will take Jennifer Holland. I will take either any Effie White. Who? What type of white? Just, just Effie White is the character. <laughs> Okay, so this is the part where I have to admit I haven't seen Dream Girls. I do know the yep, one song. It's just um no. Okay, have you seen the documentary on comedic science and how the Christian Bible is full of shit? I didn't say that I had <laughs> to. That's why this is my understanding. This is how I understand my attachment style. Okay. It's not shows, it's mine. Stop taking responsibility. I'm responsible for, for it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> um, science, though, real shit. Fucking fascinating. Ugh. Sure. Again, to each their own. <laughs> to each their own. Look, you have Jennifer Hudson. I've got Amun Ra, and that's 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 us. We can, yeah, we can keep it that way. <laughs> that's us. That's us. Oh. So we already know it's not a binary, but how is her healing journey? How do we feel in it? Um, you know how we said we love a peregrination and the rendering <laughs> of sorts? It's just a bit of a wibble wobble down the walkway, you know? It's this way, it's good, that way it's bad. Sometimes it's up and down, sometimes it's side to side. Sometimes it's right up inside of me, and then it just shoots out the other end as well. <laughs> The full um, EKG. Yeah. Yeah. I think the part of like the piece of the word of like the idea of a journey, I feel like that I was really attached to was like that everything was in the name of progress. Hmm. And I think once you remove that, you can appreciate that journey a little more. And so oh. I think that realization or uh, ability to see that has really helped me be more tender and so i guess in that way it's going well 
instance, I think there's there's obviously moments where I'm like, ooh, shit, you were not honoring yourself in that moment. You should not have texted that person 800 fucking times, or you should not have said yes to this when you didn't want to fucking go. You didn't have to do that. Um, but I think there's a more tender, logical side of me now that can be like, you stupid little bitch look at you doing it again it's fine we'll just pick it up the next time no big deal um and so trying to i feel like i've been able to have like that lightness and brevity with myself so i guess it's going well some compassion yeah i don't mean i think that's the thing like is it going well or is it not going well another binary it's going (laughs) fair (laughs) it's it's going i don't i mean it's less punitive yeah which was like my big antithesis through the whole thing anyways was me my internal dialogue just being very um demonic to myself and uh, punitive in that way and so i think it's been far less punitive i think in the way where it's like instead of me lamenting on this one topic or this one interaction for like you know weeks it's similar to it's like, it's like a 10 to 15 minute break of like okay yes it felt that way because of xyz do you need to honor that feeling or can you honor these other feelings similar like you know where are you putting your energy can you you want to put your energy into this is that going to benefit you or do you want to put it into it's not sewing but you know cooking or eating or cooking or eating or working out or whatever <laughs> all three of my hobbies <laughs> <laughs> it's just um, and being awake is one of them. So the other two is just eating and working out. That's it. Like that is the opposite of me. I, yeah. I'd rather be asleep. I'd rather be asleep. I'd rather be asleep that's... right now. Ugh. I mean, some people already are. So that's fine. You can join them. Fair. I mean, we are soothing. We did do that yeah. ASMR. We're not doing it now. We did it. Okay. Damn it! I thought we were gonna do it. I was just. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I guess in that way, it's, it's going and I'm just trying to be respectful of every which way it does go. Hmm. Not like it's good or it's bad, but just trying to be like, cool. Whatever, which way you gonna handle it. Yeah, that's cool. And we can handle it. That's the thing. Capable. Yes. Cosmic, whatever, tiny little body. What was it? Infinite Infinite. cosmic power. Yeah. Stuck on the nipples. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to the dialogue, just looking straight at those nipples. So that's Scorpio. All I can think about. Sorry. Four hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a bow on it. Putting a so, bow on it. Let's wrap this bitch up. You know, I think for me, the biggest thing is not only, you know, recognizing where your abandonment wound lies and how to deal with it. But I think the biggest unlock was it's still going to hurt. Mm. Like Mm -hmm. the triggers are already instilled with you. So they are always going to hurt. The duration of that hurt and what you make that hurt mean about yourself, that can change. And that will improve your quality of life. So I feel like I'm what I'm still grappling with is when I am triggered, I get into this full spiral of like, oh, it's hurting. I'm regressing. 
I'm I'm backsliding from my progress, blah 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 blah. But that's not true. Yeah. Like it's okay for you to feel hurt. Again, that's it's a part of infinite cosmic power. But I don't need to make that hurt mean I'm not worthy. Yeah. So I think that's my biggest takeaway. That the identity doesn't have to be anchored into just those bad feelings because like infinite cosmic power you get all of them good ones too feeling is the feeling yeah. and you get to experience that feeling but that feeling doesn't dictate the way you think about yourself i mean like at the end of the day fuck rejection like who cares <laughs> it's like like it's to your point it's all part of it so like just deal with it and like at the same time like don't be so like hard on yourself and punitive when you do have to deal with it like just let it happen and like let yourself experience it and like the most the best thing you can do is just try to take stock of like what your reaction is and then at the end of the day ask yourself if that's how you actually want to show up for yourself hmm. if that's the reaction that you want to have and if that's like if those two aren't in alignment then like i don't know change it up otherwise like keep doing what you're doing then boom bow, 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 bow. Ooh. oh is it is it Ooh. that time are we here? I think we're oh here. Are we present in it. the moment? I mean, present somewhere. I don't <laughs> know if it's this moment or the right one, but hey. It is that time of the show where we open up our social media and just look at all of the posts that really just rip into the duodenum, twist it about, oh. and yank through the sphincter. Ooh, you know the one I'm wow. talking about. I love that. I, sometimes I like that one. Can I just, that's my kink. I kind of like that. Just yank on my duodenum. But like know. emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> in a segment we'd like to call. How, How dare, dare you? You, um, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I can go first. Um, okay. Who's dragging me this week? Um, oh, okay. Um, okay. So mine's from at your nonsense. And this Todd. is a uh, Mr. Todd Barats, LMHC. And look, we all love an LMHC. Most of us don't know what it is. So if you don't, go ahead and Google it because um, I don't have time to Google it right now. But yeah, <laughs> he's one of them. Um, no, he's a psychotherapist, um, sex therapist, relationship expert. And he has this post that says, it's like one of those, like, you have to flip through the slides. Um, things to stop expecting from yourself. And one of them I felt like was pertinent to the conversation today. Um, and it says, stop expecting yourself to heal, move through major pain, grief, and other life challenges quickly and with ease. Recovery and repair takes a long time. It's something that happens on an ongoing basis throughout the course of your entire life. So girl, it's not just like a moment in time, like, this is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. You gotta until you're that old lady raising up your crystals in the middle of the park with your sun hat on. You ain't it. Even you then, transcendent. <laughs> Even then, girl. Even then, and them old ass Birkenstocks, just withered leather wrapped around those crusty feet. I was like, are you talking about the feet or the shoes? <laughs> I'm just talking about my future. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, but. Yeah, like it's a it's a journey. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. What a lovely little reminder to come across my feed. Thank you. 
appreciate that. Yeah. Anyways, okay. how's the um, <laughs> interwebs dragging you through the mud? All right. So today mine is from Hello Lane Moore. Um, she does like Tinder Live and she does a lot of like attachment theory stuff. And this one mm-hmm. was very much relevant for today. So oh. we're going to take a listen to this reel. Fear of abandonment is like so cool. It's just like so chill, like fearing that at any given moment somebody's gonna abandon you. And it can be anyone. Like we usually talk about like crushes or like partners or whatever, but like it could be your friend, could be your landlord, could be your boss, could be your dog. I don't know. Just walking around every day wondering if someone's mind is going to suddenly change. It doesn't matter how long they've loved you. It doesn't matter how long they've liked you. It doesn't matter how long you have been with them in their vicinity, just sitting around worrying that someone's gonna randomly wake up and be like, no. And then you just got to be like, okay, so chill. So, yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. (laughs) Just always. Is someone leaving? Just always on edge of when is this shoe going to drop? Because we know it's going to. But no, no, we're not doing that. We're not going to dress rehearse tragedy in order to save ourselves from pain. We're going to lean into gratitude. Being like, hey, if they leave, that's not necessarily going to happen. You're going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Because I'm still here. Infinite cosmic powers in these nipples. Just, it's that part of the song. I'm not going. Because <laughs> I'm yeah. the best thing that ever happened. Is that the song? I, I should, should I watch Dream Girls? Is I think that, is that the takeaway here? I need to watch Dream Girls. I mean, that are you sure. going to? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That mm, answers that question. That. Yeah. So I'm going to honor myself and just run down that rabbit hole of like alternative science on YouTube. That'll be great. But okay. That's it. Well, is that it? That's us. Oh, thank God. It's a lengthy one today. But, anyways, for those of you that are still here, thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at podcastburythat. That is at podcastburythat. While you're there, you can check out our individual handles. We're tagged in everything. It's in the link tree. You can click on it. And if you have any burning questions, piping hot tea, or, you know, fearing that we're going to abandon you if you're still here, send us an email at podcastburythat at gmail.com. That is podcastburythat at gmail.com season two fundraiser still happening please it's going please please help us reach our goal we've hit a little bit of a plateau um and we would really really like to hit our goal again our pin fundraiser you get two pins for 15 dollars and 100% of the proceeds goes to the National Asian American Pacific Islander Mental Health Association. Great organization helping the API community get access to really important mental health resources. So please help us help the community and just buy some pins. Look, I know we haven't said it either, but like we're 40% of the way there. $400 out of $1,000, it's just $1,000. Come on, That's guys. it. That's the goal. Help. It's just a little bit of help, you know? Come on. All right. So get on that Etsy. 
It's again, it's in the link tree in the Instagram and buy some pins. Yeah. Otherwise we're going to make you responsible for our feelings of doubt and mistrust in our own selves. I have a lot of experience with that. So you don't want to try <laughs> me, bitch. <laughs> I'm coming for you. But anyways, bye. Bye.